It's Monday, the 19th of August. Boop, boop. Well, actually, it's not. It's um, not. I mean, it is. Not right now. But it is when you hear this. It is when you hear this. <laughs> I'm doing the quick math. I might even be off. Um, it's actually Tuesday the 13th, but I wasn't going to tell anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be kind of funny. I enjoyed that. hope everyone else enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Tuesday the 13th. <laughs> um, what's going on, dude? Nothing much. You liar. There's always something. Isn't your family in town? Uh, yeah. Boom. That's huge. Yeah, brother's in town with his wife. Uh, and then, I mean, that's the only family that's in town. And then my... How we, much more family do you need? Man? Yeah, right. We went out the other night. Uncle, aunt, cousins, uh, brother had a great dinner. Where'd you go? Uh, I went to this spot in Venice. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was it's it called? Um, you want to keep it a little yeah, secreto? Keep it, keep it mysterious. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds great. Yeah, it was, really, <laughs> it was really, 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 really good. Tell me about one dish, and then I'll leave it alone. Uh, beef belly. Beef belly what? Just the beef belly. That's it, just belly? Yeah, belly. How was it prepared? With uh, um, sautéed peaches and like this grape, uh, like Tom Cord grape. Almost like mousse. Tom Cord and peach together. Yeah, it was interesting. That's oh wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Tom Cord was on a different thing. Okay, uh, good. It was yeah, just that the peach. didn't. That it was didn't, just the peach. Okay, yeah, that didn't make sense to me. I was like, yeah. mm, that doesn't. It was just with peaches and yeah. a balsamic. Interesting. Okay, that's nice. Reduction. Nice. Yeah. Little little balsamic glaze. Yeah. It was really I remember nice. the first time I ever had a balsamic reduction. Okay, Mayan, say that again and listen to yourself. I refuse. Yeah, it <laughs> I like refuse. So. It, but it's true, man. It was a magical. I'll never forget it. I was 19. Um, I was, it was the one time I ever hosted, um, I was waiting tables at a, at a, at my first place, a franchise place, an Italian place, that all that shit, mm-hmm. loved it. Um, and some owner of a restaurant poached me. He's like, I want you working at my place. It was just like that fucking Tom Cruise movie. I'm like spinning bottles. He's like, I want you, I want you working for me. Um, little did I know at the time, cause you just don't know shit, uh, at 19. He owned the place, but he didn't run the place. So it was the owner brought me in and stuck me in a place that didn't need me. Yeah. They didn't hire me. Yeah. They didn't want me. And I was a nice kid, but like I just wasn't in the right. right. It was a weird, you know, yeah, egos yeah. and hire ownership. this guy. Yeah. Like we don't what? I was supposed to be a waiter, but they didn't. You know, the waiters were like, no, 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 you know, whatever their fucking reasons were. So they, I was 19. They put me at the front desk. I'm like, OK, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll never host again. That was fucking terrible. Uh-huh. Um, but what I remember from that experience was. The head chef was actually really nice, and they used to, their employee meal at the end of the night was something beautiful, actually. He'd put something really nice together. There's only, like, you know, eight people on staff. It wasn't a big place, so you could do that kind of stuff. Um, But he did this just simple chicken with this balsamic reduction, and I was like, holy fuck, what is this? And he told me about reductions in balsamic, and I'll never forget it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a good story. I can't wait. Um, So I won't get... Too much detail about it, but I work somewhere else than here, and I deal with customers. There's customer service involved. And uh, last night, there was a group, uh, three people, um, woman, her husband, and their daughter. Daughter's probably younger than I, maybe early 20s. Nice. And uh, <laughs> Nice. Actually, was saying nice to you say I. That yeah. was why I said it, but I, know, I realized I, know, I realized I why it's that sounded I know creepy because it was it. poor timing. Perfect, it was perfect, timing. perfect timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Uh, so, <laughs> so, nice. So, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, they they were giving people a hard time, 
I heard that they were calling someone a bitch and getting Jesus. into it. Yeah, yeah, really bad. So I was like, all right, you know what? Let me let me, let me let me let me take over and speak to them, and, and I'll deal with them. Right. Um. So then the guy comes and talks to me and does this whole complaining spiel. Uh, I don't have to sugarcoat it. Is that a restaurant? So I take over the table. The guy does this spiel to me away from the table about how everything's been fucked up and everything's horrible. Blah blah blah. And I'm the like, customer. Yeah. Okay. And the the father. And at this point, I'm like, all right, sir. So there's two things you could do. You can, you guys can either get up and you can leave, or you can sit down and you can enjoy the dinner. You're, you know, everything's coming out. Like you can enjoy the dinner and just have a good night. And you know, I'll do some stuff for you guys. Blah blah. blah. Uh, so they sit down. So I don't really go over too often. I do the like couple check-ins when they get their stuff. And um, anyway, fast forward, we're at. You know, I offered to buy them some stuff at the end. No. And I was like, all right, cool. So I bring the check over to them. You still took some stuff off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, took some stuff off, brought the check over. Oh, you offered them to buy them dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they wanted out. They wanted out. So I I smell smoke coming from outside, cigarettes. So no I usually just shut the door or whatever. I, I, you know, do the thing. So I do the thing. I go back over and uh, the woman says to me, um... You know what? What's what's going on with the fucking smoke? The fucking cigarette smoke. And I said, oh, yeah, like, you know, it comes People from outside. People go outside. It's that's why I city. shut the door. People go outside and smoke. I shut the door. You know, I, sometimes it gets in here a little bit. I hate it, too. I'm sorry about that. Right. And she goes, you know what? You know what? No. Fuck you. Really? Yeah. That was... That was her. So if you weren't already convinced you were dealing with crazy, or let me let me just jump to a conclusion here, maybe alcoholics. Alcoholics, yeah. for sure. So if you didn't already know you were dealing with alcoholics, then here was okay. Oh yeah, this yeah. was like the oh yeah. you're nuts. Yeah. Um. She goes, you know what? Fuck you. And I go, okay. Um. The logic of an alcoholic. And I and I hold it in. I say, you know, what, let me let me run your card, and then if you guys can, you could just please leave. I go run their card to come back. She's still going at me. You know, fuck you and fuck this fucking place. Blah, blah, blah. Breaks a glass. Breaks a glass? Throws a napkin on the ground. She's like, the fucking cigarette smoke. You fuck. And I said, I said, please get out of the restaurant. I, they leave. Right. Um, best part of the story. They walk out. Last thing I see this woman do, light up a cigarette. No fucking way. She lights up a cigarette. Are you fucking serious? Because it's funny you say that. I swear to you on my life. I am going to say this. This is going to sound super judgmental. I have friends that smoke. It's fine. There's different kinds of people in every category. But but she sound, when she was yelling, I was in my head no, like, no, I'm surprised she. Say, just to say, to complain about it and then oh, say, it's insanity. fuck you in this fucking smoke. I I like agreed with her. I was like, yeah, I hate the smoke. But Did like, they don't... come in drunk or did they get drunk while they were there? Uh, I mean, th- th- knowing now probably came in. They probably drunk. started early, they drank right, right, there. right. Because you have to be at a certain level of drunkenness to have yeah. to be that oh, incongruent so with your logic. Like it was so bad, you're you're like I can't even have a discussion and no, come to a conclusion couldn't. with you I because couldn't. I'm not talking to a, a, a sober, person. sane, logical, that was fair the, individual. That was the consensus, and that's what drove me nuts. And that, and and. Also, I felt so bad for the daughter because she was just sitting there with her head down Ugh. and not drinking. And I could tell that this is obviously an issue. Yep, that's and, happened before. And and she's chosen to just yeah head down and let it until it's over. So I marked it and they're never coming back again. Lit up a cigarette. I can't wait 
to hear what happens when they try to come back. And here's the best part. Don't remember the incident. When they come back, if they do. No, they're not coming back. I'm not going to let them come back. I'm telling you, they still might try to. And then you've got to deal with them. Oh, well, you yeah, kick them call out in to make a... What I'm saying is I don't know I don't know enough information to know if they're from Florida or they're locals. I don't know. Yeah. But if they ever come back and you have to deal with them and kick them out and say you're not welcome here, they may not even remember what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, which is fine. That, it's not your... Hey, that's not your problem. No. Um, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and that's absolutely insane. But it happens all the time. Yeah, it does. And so gnarly. I was yeah, like, wow, all the time. you're a really terrible person. Now, it's when I say all the time, I don't mean like most. It's most customers are not like that. No, no, no. Most no, customers no. are fucking fantastic. Yeah. And when you get that alcoholic table, you're like, oh, here we go again. Um, and they happen frequently enough where you're like, it's going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, but I've had bad table. I, like, I've had bad alcoholics or whatever, but never someone like just saying fuck you to me to my face, like so blatantly. Right. When I, when all I said was, Oh, let me run the card. Like I literally came over and, and grabbed oh, the yeah. card. Oh yeah, no, I like, get no, it. Fuck you. Like <laughs> I get it. Zero to a thousand. I was like, what? The good thing about that is you do know what you're dealing with when that happens. Yeah, you're like, like okay. that's that's where it's I'm one like, of these. Yeah, no one here is at fault. We've got a fucking rogue agent. In the place that's supposed to be fun and magical and, and joyous, yeah. you've got uh, a drug addict. And that's really what it is. Now, I don't know enough about alcoholism to agree or disagree with the whole disease thing. I know that there's genes involved. I know that I don't have the alcoholic gene. I don't. Someone yeah. asked me the other day, they were like, so are you a whiskey man? I'm like, no. <laughs> and they were like, would vodka? I'm like, no, no, not really a liquor guy. And they were like, oh, you're a wine guy? And I'm like, no, eh. I'm not really a wine guy. Like, I've learned, to appre- I've learned to appreciate everything in that world, and there are times where I adventure into that, and I enjoy it. But I don't do it from a craving standpoint. I don't crave alcohol and, and wine the way that I crave sugar. Now, this, again, does more harm to me than other people, but maybe it's also these are, these are things built in our DNA. So I'm not, like, pointing fingers at alcoholics and, like, you terrible person. Um, a lot of them can't help it to some degree. I, I, I do believe that. But... I don't I can't understand why it's more of a disference than an addiction. You know what I mean? Like what's the but difference? Isn't, but isn't addiction a disease? Is it? I think so. I guess I don't know the definition of disease. I know it's disease, that's fine, and um they are not only things like Ebola and AIDS, um but I guess I just don't understand the definition of disease. And I guess I've always been on the fence here cuz I I you, would you mind looking do you mind? Here, I'll yeah, look it up. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. I'll look up the definition of disease. Um yeah, it was nuts. I when you deal with that kind of thing, you just gotta, you know, bite your tongue, which is very hard to do sometimes. Oh, but, dude, uh, it is tough not to put someone who's absolutely wrong in their place. Especially when I saw walking out and lighting up a cigarette. Oh my god, that just like I I walked out the other way. I was like, I have to take a walk. Wow. I I had I was I was I really that really made me mad. Yep. Because just so hypocritical. And crazy, yeah. Like it, not, hypocrisy doesn't even. It's 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 insanity. Like my head, I was like, oh, she's an alcoholic. Maybe she had somebody who had cancer in the family. Maybe cigarettes really bother her. That I does not that. justify the I, fuck you. But 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 I was trying to at least justify. I I didn't. Nothing justifies the fuck you besides the alcoholism. But I was trying to justify her train of thought and how drunk she was and why she was so mad. So I was like, okay, I get it. Like she's really fucking pissed off about that. But then when she lights one up, it's like okay. 
you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, like, no, it's it's too easy. It's too easy. Yeah, um, I, I so, can't write that. I could never write that scene. Like I couldn't. To, to, you would if you worked in that scene. But her to walk out enough. and light a cig, I, I I'd have to be like, oh, it's genius. Like that'd be a moment where like, oh, it's so funny. How but great! Like, how great uh, that you witnessed that in in real life. Oh, it was nuts. So, disease, as defined by Google, I hit in. Define disease. A disorder of structure or function in a human, animal, or plant. There you go. Especially one that produces specific signs or symptoms that affects a specific location and is not simple, simply a direct result of physical injury. That's, I feel like that definitely falls into disorder, addiction. A disorder of structure or function in structure a Structure or function. That's so addiction. Okay. Like when you're addicted to some, you know, like even coffee or having your morning coffee. So disease is like, way more fucking um, complex than no open to any fucking interpretation oh, yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah. than you would think. Definitely. Um. So I could like if I if I like got a tick like and I my body just like like shorted for a minute and I like, went like uh, that's a disease like any it might be caused from a disease you have like some some well, I mean. Doesn't say duration. Doesn't say dysfunction that's continual. It could be a momentary dysfunction. But is that? I mean, is that little tick? I just had a disease your liver right there. Or like hurt, affecting you to the point where you might break down later, or like affecting you to the point where you might. I don't know. Lose a lung. I don't know. You know. Doesn't say that's what it is though. So it's a disorder or structure of or function in a human, animal, or plant, especially one that produces specific signs or symptoms or that affects a specific location and is not simply a direct result of physical uh, injury. Whatever. Sure. Really? Yawn right on my punchline? I mean, whatever. It's the definition of disease. I think that yawn was a disease. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm riddled with disease, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. I what a terrible day to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching. Oh, my God, dude. What, for the Michael Jackson documentary again? So I was watching uh, Leaving Neverland for the fourth time. No, God, no. Jesus, I'm done with that. Um, But I'm the multiple-watching kind of guy. Yeah. And I'll watch The Office a million times. You know what I mean? Um, Every once in a while, you have to watch something that's unpleasant and terrible more than once. Um, if If you base that on you really do get more in your life, you learn more, you grow more from the struggle... Um, and I and I can back that up saying I, I really got that piece at the end um, where one guy was affected differently, partially, not because only, but partially because of how the abuse directly affected his working life. Mm. It was really interesting to, to, to not catch that first time and catch it the second time. So um, I was watching John Oliver and... <laughs> There, I don't. I couldn't tell. I always watch John Oliver on YouTube, huh. um, so I don't know if they're new or not. But he was doing you this. Look at the date. Oh, but if I don't, if I'm just watching and I don't right, look at right. the date, then I'm not sure. Um, I can always check. Sure. Um, but he did this this review, and I I want to say, God, I can hope I can. I can't remember the guy's name, and it was so weird. I can't even guess what it was. It's this dictator from Turkmenistan. Okay. And I, it was like Galubi Guglish Clickenclough. I swear to God, it was kind of like that. It, and I, I can't even figure out what it is. Um, he'd brought him up earlier in one earlier episode, but this one was like a whole episode devoted to this guy. Uh-huh. You know how dictators are weird? <laughs> sure. Where, like, um, Kim Jong, is it Kim Jong Un now? Yeah. Um, you know, is super fat, eats nothing but cheese, uh, murders his, his relatives for falling asleep at meetings. Like, you know, his, his, all, his the Crazy. people in his country yeah, are, are starving to death and he's eating pudding. Feeding I don't know. Shit. Whatever. Like, it does crazy shit. Um, propaganda videos and whatnot. And then you go, oh, of all the leaders in the world, this is one of our leader's friends. Like, he's, um, Trump really likes this guy. 
likes Kim Jong-un. So this is one of those guys, right? Weird, eccentric, crazy, um, I'm the best at everything, you know, like Trump. I'm the best at everything. I know the best words. Like, I don't think people understand how how dictator he is, if, like, in reality. No, people do understand it. Yeah. That's the thing. It's 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 crazy. The people get, don't... Yeah. I don't think any, a lot of people argue that he's not a dictator-esque bigot. Like, but people say that, and you're like, you can't make... You can't say that. That's a real thing. You can't make... It's not... And it is a real thing. Like, yeah. it, he really is. If it weren't the U.S., if he were, in, in you know, in charge of some smaller country that didn't have the progressive laws that we do to some degree... He would be absolutely 100% a fucking ridiculous dictator who right. thought he was great. Um, but this this uh, Turkmenistan, um, I wish I remembered his name. Um, when you see, you'll go, okay, yeah, how's anyone going to remember that name? Unless it's written in front of you. Do me a favor, can you look that up just to make me feel a little bit better while I'm telling the story? Um, uh, so the, the things, the reason he came up in the news, uh, John Oliver said, was because it was reported that he was dead. And then his administration was like, no, he's not dead, he's on vacation. Here, here's proof. And then they show him like, like this long shot of this car driving around a, cr- a fiery crater, saying, look how well he drives, like he c- couldn't be dead. I- insanity. And they show this footage of some like motocross car from a, from like an aerial shot driving in like in donuts next to this huge, um, huge diameter, like, like you know, eighth of a mile diameter crater of, on fire. Gurbangoli Berdamahamad. Thank you. I'm taking a bow. Audience claps. That's exactly why I could not remember it. Um, there, there's all this whole montage—not montage, but whole—you know—segment after segment of um, these great uh, examples of how crazy he is. Uh, my favorite one. He's playing. He's doing a rap. There's this. They're set up like a band. You know, he's like behind a keyboard, and and his nephew is like has an acoustic guitar, and they're and this is like fully like it's like a rap video, but they're on stage or whatever in front of the ocean or or something like that, and like it's the worst rap ever in the history of the world, of course, and they're not playing their instruments, where. <laughs> He's like behind the keyboard, but he's not playing. And his nephew is like, we are the, like, it's this, the worst like dad rap at the end where he's like, Turkmenistan, Turkmenistan. It's so bad. It's on John Oliver. That's how bad it is. So uh, amazing. It, it, and it, and it, here's where I'm going with this whole thing. It gravitates, uh, it escalates into this other scene where he's playing guitar again. And when he goes into this guitar solo, the entire stage or the entire space that he's, um, uh, standing in it becomes engulfed with dry ice smoke like not only covering his fingers because he's not playing anything but his whole body like they overestimated on how much they had to screen this guy's inability to do anything that he's saying he can do um but how you the level of crazy where you're i'm a leader of of, of thousands hundreds of thousands millions of people and i'm literally willing to use tv magic to seem like i'm doing something i cannot do yeah, the horse guy. Yeah. yeah, I recommend. Maybe we could put a link to that on YouTube. That'd be kind of fun, man. Should we start doing that? Yeah. Like if we mention something funny as hell on YouTube, linking it in there and having like people like, okay, good. Then they can come to us for some awesome thing about some weird third-rate murderous leader who fucking wants to bang horses. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, I remember being really upset with John Oliver during the 2016 election because um, I really didn't think he gave – Bernie, uh, a fair shake. What are you doing over there? They can't hear it. Uh, are you sure? Positive. Okay. Um, and I remember he, I know he has to make fun of everybody and, and not 
play favorites and whatnot. But I kind of felt like, what was her name? Jill Stein, uh, who, you know, maybe she wasn't presidential quality yet. Maybe she needed, maybe she wasn't fit for the presidency. I don't know. Um, but I felt like he treated like she was crazy and she wasn't crazy. She was just really down to earth, simple person. Um, and I was mad at him for a while for that because with all that power, um, I'm not saying he supported Trump. He did not. Uh, but I yeah. feel like he could have been a little more serious about about um, Bernie. Um, made me made me sad. I still like him. You can't write people off for doing one thing. Otherwise, I'd have zero friends, and that would yeah. be. Does he like Bernie, or I mean, maybe he doesn't like I him. I don't know. I don't think he does. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say because I'm not 100. I'm 80 percent sure he does not care for Bernie. Um, yeah, I like John Oliver. He's he's also British. Which means his roots are another country. Like he right. doesn't have as much of a. And I'm not like a. Oh, our country's the. Be-. I'm not that kind of guy at all. I, I I think the world is. You know, there are no real lines. Those lines are drawn by people of, who want power. Uh, to some degree, people who want, you know, good communities. There are always some people in the group that are trying to do things for the greater good. And there's always people in there who are doing it for their own personal benefit. Um, so it's tough to be absolute in every category. Like this is how it always is, and I used to do that a lot, and I'm trying not to anymore. Um, you know, the devil is definitely in the details, um, but yeah, um, this next this 2020 election is. And I mentioned it last episode last week. Um, I am most like most people. I want to believe in our system. I want to think that every time I vote, it matters. And every word I say counts for democracy and things are about who gets the most votes and wins, but it's not, um, it's not. And our, our system of government has become more corrupt and maybe in some, again, some degrees it's gotten better, of course. Uh, but it is impossible to ignore like this, this Jeffrey Epstein thing, man, you've got people out there who are saying people who think that it was, it wasn't a suicide or conspiracy theorists. Like, um, uh, Kyle Kalinske, one of my favorite left-wing um, YouTube um, comment, uh, commentators. Hold on, I want to adjust that. It's not just conspiracy theorists. Everybody thinks it was not a suicide. Did like I, maybe CNN, I, every news outlet. It's so not my, just like come some crazy left-wing guys who are like, this is all bull. They're lying to you. Everybody is like, this is fucking fishy. Yeah. Everyone. Like, so that just makes it like, oh, this is just a real thing. Well, that's no one does anything about it. Right. That's what's frustrating is when people, they, anything that isn't, albeit, like you say, some mainstream news reports that it probably is a murder. Um, it definitely is. Right. Um, but there are definitely people who, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, it's frustrating when logic is not welcomed and put, like, I have close friends who, who, again, I don't know who took down the fucking towers and who profited from it. No one will ever know all the answers. But I know I didn't get the real story from the news. I, I know that I was being lied to from the beginning, so I have lots of questions. Like, why would you lie about this? I have friends who are like, no, the official story is right. That's what happened. But they've never read or watched anything. Like the extent of what they of what they of what they um, ingested was from during that, you know, that week. Right. And then they've never gone back to look into anything. No documentaries, no articles, no books. And they still are like, no, the official story. And I'm like, look, name one official story that's ever been 100 percent honest. That's not the government doesn't give you everything. That's their thing. Secrecy is their thing. So if you automatically think that this is the one time they all told the truth, 
you're you're get, you've given up on your investigative investigative investigatory investigative investigative side of your brain. Like you, some people, and I've given up on a lot of things. Like I used to be way more conscious about pollution and and waste and all that stuff. And I've laxed. Like I use more water than I used to, and I, you know, plastics and all that stuff. There's no way for me to. Uh, portend that I am this pinnacle of of sustainability. I am not. Um, but I haven't lost my awareness of those things, and I make better choices within those habitual comforts in which I find myself when I can, as often as I can. Um, reusing and recycling is the easy way. Um, but some people... We're all ma- humans adapt. That's our thing. We we adapt to climates. We adapt to pollution and layers and and availability of, of resources. We adapt and we survive. That's our thing, and we're great at that. But that doesn't exclude it from adapting to cognitive things as well. Like if you thinking that any American profited from the murder of three thousand Americans that were just going to work that day, if you if knowing that will shut you down emotionally, you're going to find a way to not enter, not let that enter your brain. That, that possibility is not possible, and that instantly means that I am somewhat of an enemy, at least on that topic. Like, I'm someone to be um, pushed back, to be uh, disagreed with, um, and they're only doing themselves a disservice. Like, you don't have to believe in every quote-unquote conspiracy theory to open yourself to under, understanding when someone is lying to you and when a story that's being fed to you is not the truth and that the reason it's not the truth is because you would be pissed, that person would be in trouble or they would lose profits and that you would continue to be fucked. Like, if someone's profiting from some kind of uh, um, conspiracy or some kind of a, a hit job like that, I promise you, this we're, we're all connected. Like, the whole equation is connected. Every every piece of plastic that I throw on the ground, I'm I'm making the world a worse place. Every little piece. I'm, that's the truth. We all do. Um, and if you think that just forgetting about Jeffrey Epstein, that he was, oh, he, he killed himself, it doesn't matter. If, he, if the truth came out that he was murdered, and they could find out who did it, and that person could be, like, pressed for information, like, why did you do that? Because my bosses are so-and-so and so-and-so, and those people are making millions on the backs of Chinese workers or corn being pushed into the American diet more than it needs to be and, and um, oil companies having – like because the CEO of the oil company was banging little girls in the fucking island. Like you're being affected by it, like, and, and it's hard to fathom because it's so abstract. But everything – every time you ignore the truth about some story, you are saying fuck you to yourself. It's that fucking legit. But then there's the idea of like, what well, I mean, even if people, some people do know or do ask the questions, what what are they going to be able to do about it? How are they not going to get fucked? Dude, look at the stuff that you might know that I might know that we don't do or can't do anything about. Exactly. Knowledge is still getting you closer to being more intelligent to that one. If my whole life I do nothing, right? But the evolution of my day-to-day um, lifestyle leads me to one day at 65, I make some choice where... All the all the times I ignored when I needed some help, and I make one phone call, I end up saving some woman from being beaten by her husband, and they end up getting away. He goes to jail, and they have a real life instead of being murdered and the kid being it's a really specific. It, it, story, but that, but it. look at the equation of of existence. We're all playing our own roles, and yeah. we're all here to maybe help somebody if we can. And if our whole story means that our whole life leads to saving one person. So fucking be it. That was our one good deed. That was our one purpose for living. And all the shit we did that sucked before isn't as bad because we used that knowledge and that experience. And all the times we didn't have the the the, the courage to say yes, even with the knowledge we had, we still helped somebody at some point. Yeah. It's never too late. They say it all the time. 
to to reach out and you know give give to somebody or help them. I can't I can't knowledge is where it begins. Knowledge is power, sure. Ignorance is bliss. Yes, it is. Oh my God, it's so blissful. Um, but sometimes you know you gotta make you gotta you gotta want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. People who shut that down make me really sad. No, I know. I just think that it's impossible to know the truth these days. Like yeah, shoot for the stars, land among the thing. You know that whole phrase. Well, if you go work really hard, like you may not get everything, but where you got was more than if you hadn't gone that far. Like you're right, but yeah. what, d- that doesn't mean you give up. No, I know. I don't give up. I just don't have the fucking time to do a deep dive into research. And I completely am on your side in this. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm doing these things and you're not and I'm better and, and the people who don't are shit. No, I'm saying everything is complex. We have moments that were good, moments that were bad, um, years that we struggle hard, years where we're lazy, um, fearful, courage, like all those things yeah. are true. I can, my, the one thing I always want to, I always want the truth. Don't sugarcoat yeah. it. I want to know what really happened. Yeah. I'm not going to get it all. Kyle Kalinske, again, uh, a left wing. Check You'll out Kyle. You'll never get Kalin- it. You'll never get it. What? The truth. No, no. You'll never get it. Um, but Kyle was saying this morning or whoever, whenever he recorded it, um, uh, he said, you know, we're not going to get answers. Even though we know we're not going to get answers, we're never going to know who killed him, why he, why he was killed. We're never going to get the video. He's like, that high, that's a high security prison that held El Chapo, where where um, uh, Epstein was being held. You don't think there are cameras on his cell? Of course there are cameras on his cell. Why can't we see that footage? You don't think there's a camera on that fucking cell in the highest of security Manhattan fucking yeah. prison where El Chapo was held? Sorry, something's not right. Also, there was, was Rikers a, Island. I don't know. I, I know. I actually think it's in Manhattan. In fact, I lived on 110th in Central Park West, and one time I was going to buy weed from a friend. Yeah, it's true. And he lived right by a prison. And I was like, that's a prison? He's like, yeah, it's in Manhattan. It's like on 110th near the park. It's a fucking prison in Manhattan. I don't know if that's the one, but there's a lot of shit that we don't fucking know if it's... It's probably like a, like a maximum security, but like... It's probably when, right when they get arrested, they go there. I tell you right now, if someone hasn't made an action movie about escaping from Manhattan prison, they should. I'd watch that. Um, just to finish up this point, because I know we don't have much time. Um, yeah. Kyle Kalinske also was saying um, that they interviewed an ex-prisoner or one that was a current, I couldn't remember, a prisoner of that same prison. And he said, there's no way he could have killed himself for many reasons. Like, they don't give you things that you can hang yourself with. There's nothing on the ceiling you can hang your sheets from, and the sheets are paper quality. They're not co- they're not cotton quality or, like, right. linen quality where you could hang yourself, and he was 200 pounds. They do that on purpose. The pens they get to write, they give you rubber pens. This is what an ex-inmate of, the, of that jail yeah. was saying. He was like, it makes no sense. There's no way he could have killed himself. It's cold bullshit. Yeah. Uh, quote, not, don't quote me on the exact bullshit part, but... No, it's bullshit. I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah, so... It's 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 hard to demonize like don't demonize the the term conspiracy theory. Conspiracy just means a plan, and a theory is someone's theory on what happened. Like before you condemn something as a conspiracy theory, do your own research, or as uh, Eddie Bravo says, gotta look into it. Look into it, and then have an opinion. Don't yeah. don't have an opinion off the bat because of a CNN report you heard five years ago for ten seconds. Like yeah. just do yourself a favor and and or step out. Be like if someone says, you know what, I don't know. I don't have a position. That's what I do all the time because I don't know enough. I don't know. Yeah. This makes sense on this side. This makes sense on this side. I haven't come to a conclusion. I don't know. But yeah. I definitely wouldn't say that person's crazy because they, yeah, it's it's yeah, not nice. Stupid. All right. There it is. There it is. Thank you, guys. Um, we're going to come back uh, on Thursday. Um, 
with one of our most special guests, one of our uh, friend of the show. I believe his name is Reddit. Mm-hmm. That's next. So stay tuned for a couple days, and um, we'll do it up. Thanks, guys. Thanks.